Welcome. This is Michael Volkoff, and this is episode 143 of Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Our episode today is a review of the Boeing aircraft safety scandal and the demise of its corporate culture. Hope everybody is doing well, staying safe, staying healthy. I know it's a difficult time for everybody, um, but uh, hopefully everything's going okay for your, your family, uh, friends, and please stay safe and healthy. Before we get started, here's a word from our sponsor, Steel Compliance Solutions. Steel Compliance is the global leader in compliance and ethics management. Steel's compliance and ethics platform is comprehensive, robust, and easy to use to promote a company's culture of compliance. Steel partners with the world's largest, most respected companies to deliver compliance products and services that help organizations embrace a culture of compliance while protecting their brand. Building an ethical culture is a complex undertaking that requires a detailed understanding of the global compliance environment, considerable time, and specialized expertise. Steel's end-to-end ethics and compliance platform is designed to provide compliance officers with the solutions they need to proactively address changing regulatory and reputational risks. Steel's ethics and compliance automated platform offers critical functions designed to promote a speak-up culture to advance employee engagement, reporting, and incident management, investigate promptly and fairly potential incidents to ensure compliance with your organization's code of conduct and applicable laws and regulations, including anti-corruption, anti-money laundering, antitrust, sanctions, cybersecurity, and data privacy. Manage your organization's compliance policies and procedures to ensure that policies are updated and disseminated effectively so that employees understand your organization's compliance requirements. Educate and engage your organization to promote understanding in how your compliance program applies to -to day-to-day operations. And evaluate and monitor your organization's business partners, vendors, suppliers, and customers to mitigate risk and ensure adherence to your organization's ethics and compliance requirements. To learn more about Steel's Compliance Solutions, please contact us at email steelglobal.com or call 415-692-5000. Well, I've uh, wanted to look at the Boeing safety scandal for a while since I've been following it and sort of talk about some of the lessons learned and make some observations here in terms of uh, Boeing's problems. Uh, I would note um, you know, recently their new CEO got into uh, hot water with a comment about uh, predicting that one of its customer airlines would uh, falter as a result of the uh, pandemic crisis here. So I went back and uh, let's take a look sort of at the Boeing safety scandal and some insights we can gain in terms of um, its corporate culture. I mean, and I've and I know I talk about this a lot, 
But when a company suffers from serious misconduct like occurred here, uh, obviously the source of such a failure uh, is usually uh, its corporate culture. And I know this sounds relatively obvious, but there are reasons at looking at what was the underlying focus or demise of the culture. Uh, obviously, for example, in Wells Fargo, we had a serious problem with the uh, culture surrounding its sales program and the pressure uh, with regard to its sales program and the, I mean, even just a as a design. In the VW uh, case, in the safety culture uh, problem that we had there was uh, circumventing cer uh, regulations and requirements in, in the United States, which was just a decision, a business decision made to cheat uh, at the highest levels of the company. So uh, there are different types of manifestations of the, the cultural defects uh, in what happens. Uh, and we always look to our CEO and senior management because it's their job to uh, cultivate, to create, to implement, to monitor, and uh, adjust its corporate culture and make sure that everything is, is uh, being promoted uh, properly. Uh, and it's the board and senior management that also have to not only use words, but walk the walk, as they say, talk the talk, meaning that they have to behave in accordance with that. They have to set examples for the company. And I always make a point of how middle management and lower management carry that message forward and are critical to that. And that is true in this, uh, in every case as well. You can't just say, hey, it's just senior management and that's it. Uh, there's a responsibility that uh, gets carried out throughout the organization. But we see different types of sort of malfunctioning uh, cultures. We've seen different types of misconduct surrounding a culture. Uh, we've even had situations uh, where we have the culture at the top is committed to wrongdoing. In other words, it makes that part of its overall business strategy. And you could argue in the VW case that was true because they knew they were violating a rule, circumventing a rule, and cheating. And they did it for revenue reasons. Um, similarly, you can have a culture like Wells Fargo where they, uh, they clearly adopted a plan that would make money at the expense of all of its employees, but nonetheless there were no controls surrounding it. Uh, and people, you might argue, at the top knew about it, but turned a blind eye and, uh, and I would call it sort of a culture of neglect or an affirmative culture uh, that you could argue was designed to facilitate the wrongdoing. It's a little bit more difficult uh, sometimes when the board or senior management engage in what I call a culture of ne neglect, where actors reasonably know that by ignoring warning signs, avoiding moments to intervene, or suggesting, suggesting that a culture task is someone else's responsibility, because this can also result in a devastating sc scandal. And then the board and the senior management may react when the scandal is uncovered with calculated surprise, kind of like what I uh, observed in the GM uh, ignition uh, switch scandal case. Everybody was woke up with this calculated surprise to what they reasonably knew in the back of their respective minds was the inevitable result of a culture of neglect. It's a nuanced issue uh, where evidence may be difficult to assess conflicting explanations are proffered, uh, and people sort of cling to their deniability. But the, in the end, ultimately, the board and senior management have to be held accountable, 
and, re and responsible for the resulting misconduct. So let's take a look at the Boeing case. Uh, and we don't have access to all the evidence being collected. It's, there's a lot of writing about it. There's an ongoing criminal civil investigations uh, being conducted. There's litigation going on. Uh, the folk, there's a congressional investigation that's uh, unearthing a lot of information as well. Uh, and so the scandal surrounds the 737 MAX airplane uh, and what ultimately is uncovered in this is a, a culture of they call concealment but a culture of uh, sort of disdain is what I would say. So Boeing suffered a terrible fall. For years Boeing was cited as the model of safety, quality production of air, airplanes and uh, an incredibly productive company. But uh, starting in uh, 2018, uh, the 737 MAX, which was sort of the crown jewel of their new sort of production and in competitive response to uh, Airbus's A320, uh, started to suffer serious problems. 2018, uh, there was a crash uh, in Indonesia, resulting in the death of everyone on board. And then in early 2019, we had a crash in Ethiopia involving the 737 MAX, uh, which resulted in everybody raising questions about the safety of the airplane uh, and everybody uh, complaining and starting to investigate and almost there was like a worldwide movement to uh, force the airline, uh, the airplanes to be grounded uh, and now Boeing is struggling uh, to right itself uh, after what's been uncovered is serious corporate culture problems and a serious um, undermining of their commitment to safe air travel. Along the way, Dennis Muhlenberg, Boeing's CEO, was forced to resign in December 2019, and I would expect more changes are likely to occur. Uh, the 737 MAX has been grounded by FAA regulators. Boeing has lost uh, billions of dollars as a result of this. And Muhlenberg's performance during the crisis was a case study in how not to navigate a government enforcement and public relations nightmare. He appeared not to acknowledge any serious problems at Boeing and repeated optimistic pronouncements about returning the 737 MAX to the air. And despite the firing of the Boeing CEO, bad news has continued to come out with uh, additional safety problems uh, for Boeing products, uh, public release of internal emails and communications which revealed much more than a poorly designed 737 MAX airplane which everybody knew about but a faltering uh, culture. So when you look at what happened here in terms of the 737 MAX it was just sort of the tip of an iceberg and the two horrific crashes killing 346 people uh, was just uh, the beginning of the end for this corporate culture that was eventually uh, going to end in some kind of scandal and like in this case. So when the investigators started uh, looking at the 737 MAX, they concluded that the Maneuvering Characteristics Augmentation System, or MCAS, malfunctioned on both flights, causing each plane to fall into a deadly crash. Boeing's crew manuals and training omitted, omitted relevant information about the presence of the MCAS and how to disable or override the system. And the MCAS system would 
when triggered would cause a nose dive and the pilots weren't able then to uh, know how to override the system because they weren't properly trained on it. Uh, like I mentioned, Boeing's entire fleet uh, of 387 airplanes was grounded. Uh, and nonetheless, Boeing, in a show of arrogance and confidence, you might uh, say either arrogance or confidence, uh, produced another 400 of the airplanes before they ceased all manufacturing of the airplane in January 2020. I mentioned the congressional investigation, and I want to take a, a little bit of time just to mention this, because in addition to the MCAS defect, regulatory agencies and congressional investigators uh, identified several systems and manufacturing defects. The National Transportation Safety Board noted that there were multiple cockpit alerts that likely confused the pilots. And Congress itself criticized Boeing's culture of concealment during the safety certification process for the airplane and in the accident investigations. Um, before uh, terminating uh, the CEO Muhlenberg in December 2019, uh, Boeing suffered serious public relations harms when uh, I mentioned these damaging messages were released, including some from 2016 in which a Boeing pilot complained that MCAS, which was new to the 737 MAX, was malfunctioning in the flight simulator, and nonetheless, nobody did anything about it. Federal regulators and Congress have criticized Boeing for overlooking these safety risks and failing to ensure proper training of pilots on use of the MCAS. In March of 2020, just this year, the House Transportation Committee issued preliminary findings from its investigation of the FAA and Boeing, Boeing 737 MAX. And they found that the MCAS was a key contributing factor to both crashes in Indonesia and Ethiopia. And there were five basic themes contributing to the MCAS safety defects. First, production pressure. There was significant financial pressure on Boeing and the 737 MAX program to compete with Airbus's A320 aircraft. Number two, faulting assum faulty assumptions. Boeing made faulty assumptions about critical technologies on the 737 MAX and the MCAS, and they failed to classify MCAS as a safety critical system, which would have required then uh, proper training and uh, understanding by all pilots and users. Culture of concealment, number three, Boeing withheld crucial information from the FAA during the certification process, its customer airlines, and the 737 pilots. This included hiding the existence of MCAS. Four, conflicted representation. The FAA's current oversight structure of Boeing created conflicts of interest where there were instances when Boeing representatives were authorized to act as FAA representatives and validate internally their own aircraft systems on the FAA's behalf with a certification in a safety certification. And these conflicts resulted in the FAA's failure to ensure that these certifications were proper. And finally, Boeing's influence over FAA's, the FAA's, uh, F, the Federal Aviation Administration's oversight. FAA officials documented examples where management overruled determinations by FAA technical experts who identified flaws in the Boeing's safety systems. So Boeing is still under investigation. The grand jury investigation is active. 
uh, involving safety and obstruction of justice allegations. Congressional investigations are continuing. Civil litigation is continuing. And Boeing's long path out of this nightmare appears to be rocky and filled with continuing risks. And in reviewing the evidence surrounding Boeing's culture and safety performance, uh, I took and looked over the 100 pages of damaging internal communications, and it confirms what everybody suspected. Boeing's culture really suffered from serious culture problems. And it was much more than just the 737. There were just instances of disrespect, lack of co uh, cooperation with the FAA, lack of respect of each other, even within the uh, Boeing working community, and an overall pressure to perform to meet certain uh, financial targets. So let me give you some examples. In referring to the 737 MAX, an employee stated, quote, this airplane is designed by clowns who are in turn supervised by monkeys, close quote. Um, and in many of the uh, communications, uh, Boeing employees confirmed that they were deceiving the regulators, the FAA, and mocked and even just made fun of the known safety flaws in the 737 MAX. One of the employees admitted, quote, I still haven't been forgiven by God for the covering up I did last year, close quote, referencing misleading statements provided to the FAA in 2018. Several messages included conversations among Boeing pilots and other employees about software issues and problems with flight simulators for the 737 MAX. And they also discussed incidents when the company concealed problems from the FAA during the certification process of the simulators. One employee asked in 2018 before the first crash, quote, would you put your family on a MAX simulator trained aircraft? I wouldn't. And a colleague responded, no, uh, as well. In a number of messages, the Boeing employees insulted the FAA officials who were responsible for reviewing the plane. In advance of a 2016 meeting to discuss training requirements for the plane, a Boeing employee described regulators as, quote, dogs watching TV, close quote. Another time, a Boeing employee wrote, quote, there is no confidence that the FAA is understanding what they are accepting or rejecting, close quote. The messages included a communications from 2016 in which a top pilot told a colleague that he was also experiencing problems controlling the plane in flight simulation. And he admitted that he had misled the FAA on this issue. In a fitting message, one employee wrote, quote, I honestly don't trust many people at Boeing, close quote. Another wrote in reference to the 737 MAX, quote, this is a joke. This airplane is ridiculous. Boeing's culture downfall began at least in 2012 when Boeing reduced the work hours for safety testing for the 737 MAX. And they reduced it to a program equivalent to 6.5 employees over a one-year period. This was a dramatic uh, reduction in terms of the number of employees dedicated to uh, the safety review function. Later in June and July 2018, senior management rejected concerns by a plant supervisor who had raised concerns about production pressures at the 737 MAX production plant and effects on safety. 
Boeing not only rejected these concerns, but increased production instead. In the height of the 737 MAX certification program, before the crisis hit, before the safety uh, problems occurred, Boeing conducted an internal safe, uh, survey which found that 39% of Boeing employees perceived undue pressure and 29 were concerned about consequences if they reported undue pressure. These findings only underscored the risk of what eventually occurred, a culture breakdown, leading to safety failures and ultimately airline crashes and killing of innocent passengers. As one employee prophetically wrote about the 730 MAX, quote, I don't know how to fix these things. It's systemic. And he went on to note, sometimes you have to let big things fail so that everyone can identify a problem. Maybe that's what needs to happen rather than continuing to scrape by. Well, obviously, this is a pretty negative portrait, and uh, it brings into focus some of the problems that occurred at Boeing. And you can rest assured that they have a long way to go to right that ship. Anyways, thanks for uh, listening, and we'll be back with another episode next week. Thanks again. Thanks again for listening to Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Please subscribe to the podcast series. The Volkov Law Group believes that every company should have a robust ethics and compliance program. Experience and research show that ethical companies are better performers in the global marketplace. You can learn more about the legal and compliance services we offer at our website, www.volkovlaw.com. You can also follow our award-winning blog, Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, and our podcast series. You can contact Michael Volkov at his email address, mvolkov at volkovlaw.com. Has left a pool of tears Crying for the day
老老。